Okay, so we'll get to the myths, and uh, I have another like 15 more. Uh, we'll see. We'll get to. But I just wanted to mention there was a, the, a certain weekend. So a certain weekend that, um, that, that just happened, and a couple people called me and told me that, because uh, they had been there, that um, they forgot the Sefer Torah. So uh, they forgot the Sefer Torah. The they opened up the... No, 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 they forgot no, they, to bring they it. Them, they forgot to bring it with them. They went to a hotel. Which I feel so much, because when we used to have a, a retreat at Hashivenu, I, I was the one who was in charge of bringing the Sefer Torah, and I was pretty OCD about it, and I would feel really, really bad. And, That's and what happened. Was in <laughs> exactly. They, no, they, so... They, they forgot to appoint someone... So I'm not going to say what was done, but because, again, these type of things, when you're put on the spot, I actually think they did pr- pretty good. I was pretty... Again, this is from what I heard from what I heard. But I'll just, I'll just tell you the quick halacha, and that is... Um, the Mishabura in Simon Kuf Mem Gimel Sifkatan Ches, the Mishabura talks about this type of situation. And the Mishabura says, this is in uh, yeah, Kuf Mem Gimel. So the Mishabura says, No. Uh, he says, um, The Mishabura writes, If you have a community that doesn't have a Sefer Torah, that one person should read from a Chobish aloud. The Sefer Aruch Nemon, which was, uh, I think, a Salonim or Chassid, he has a Pirish on, the, uh, on, on Halacha, from like 80 years ago, maybe 90 years ago, I don't know if it's Salonim or Chassid, but it's a Chosh of a Sefer that's quoted by a lot of Paiskim. The Aruch Nemon says that it should be done like laning, that there should be one person, which I believe they did, reading from the, whole, from the center, reading from a Chomish, Noah Leah's, but the Aruch Nemon says, after all seven Leah's are read, you should say Kaddish. Now that's interesting. To say Kaddish is a funny thing because what type of Kaddish he doesn't say which one. You'd think Chatzik Kaddish like any other laning. That's most likely it can't be. You probably can't say Chatzik Kaddish when it's not. It's most likely Kaddish Darabonon because the rule is that when you have a group of people that learn Torah together, you could end off by saying like Rechanan ben Akashi Oimer, you could say Kaddish Darabonon. Most likely he means Kaddish Darabonon. Then you should read Haftorah. Then you should read from Haftorah. Now, Did you say Brachas on that one? No, no brachas uh, on the haftar no, either. Be, than... Correct, because there was no laning from a kosher, kosher sefer You don't make a bracha on the haftar. Now here's the in- interesting part. And again, I'm not. I don't know what was done, but I believe um, the notion of having a sefer Sunday morning. What's funny was that they actually they tried to get a guy to go get the sefer Problem is, the guy realized that a guy shows up to a shul on Shabbos saying he's here to take a sefer Torah and he has a flyer. It's not gonna. It's not gonna go over very well. So uh, he didn't even try because he'd get arrested. But um, the concept of having getting a sefer Torah Sunday morning and laning the entire parsha, I don't believe is uh, correct to me. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a. Yeah, I don't, I don't, well, that's, that's a minig, that's a minig, but I don't believe it's a proper fulfillment of the halacha, and the question is, if it's not, I'll, I'll see in a moment, and if it's not the proper fulfillment of halacha, just to do it, to take out a Sefer Torah and to lane when you're not fulfilling the mitzvah is not something that we do. Now, oh, so that's, oh, so there is a shayla of potentially, so I'll tell you like this, in this situation, let's say, now, if there was a shul that didn't have a Sefer Torah, it's pretty clear, this is in Simon Kuf Lamed Hay, the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah writes, this is Kuf Lamed Hay, the Shulchan the Ramah writes, in Bitlu Shabbos Achas, Kriya Saparasha, Betzibar, if let's say a shul doesn't have a Sefer Torah for one week, 
The next week they lay in two parshas. Now, that, that doesn't work in this case because there is, it's not a shul. They're just dispersing and those individuals don't have the right to go to their shuls and, and, and demand or even have the Sefer Torah being read. So in your situation where it's a kahila itself that doesn't have a Sefer Torah, there is such a concept. Even then, by the way, it's not so Pasha. Mishaburah is not a fan of more than one Pasha making up. He says he does is not a thing. But fine. Uh, okay, fine. Now, why do I say that you can't do it Sunday morning? The Mishaburah writes... Um, so that, that, that's what I heard that might have been done. Again, that could be true. Uh, to me, it's, it's funny because the Mishabura writes in Sifkat and Hay, um, he says like this, if you get the Sefer by Shabbos Mincha, Yikru B'Mincha, then you could lay the entire, uh, entire Kriya by Mincha. That's, that's a possibility. He says because it's still Shabbos. But if you don't have it by Mincha, Lo Yikru B'Sheni B'Chamishi Kol HaSidra M'Shabbos HaAvar You should not make it up on Monday or Thursday. Ki B'Chol Yish Bittel Meloch Lam Because it's a Tircha Ditzibura And Ela Yikru Raka Parashem Nasedish Or Shabbos. Let it go. Even if the entire shul was... Correct. That's what the Mishabura is saying. So, and that's Monday and Thursday where at least there's a Takana to do it Sunday morning where it's not even Takana's Chazal to have a laning on Sunday morning. I, it's not. It's not a thing. I, I'm not. I don't, I don't know what. And then if it's not fulfilling the mitzvah, then just to take a sefer Torah out for a kahila, we don't do that. Now, is it usher to take a sefer Torah out? I'm not going to say it's usher. I think it's true. True. But my point is that's only Monday and Thursday where there's a surah of takanas chazal. To take it out on Sunday morning, it's not a takanas chazal. We don't do that. Now I have to check it up. You're right. He doesn't blanketly say that we don't do that. I, to me, I just, I'm not sure where that comes from. Um, I'm going to have to check, but that's... He seems to be saying it's not fair to the people. Correct. But my point is that's day. only because it's Monday and Thursday. When it's Sunday where it's not part of the tzur of Takanas Chazal, I don't believe we take out a Sefer Torah and lane. I'll have to check it up, but that's... What that's. About, uh, about, um, correcting people when they got up here? Do they still get to correct them? Yeah, well, from a Chumash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's on him. So, um, okay, fine. I just wanted to point that out. It's just an interesting shadow that came up. Uh, just okay. to continue... Question. Is yeah. There a, uh, is there a certain uh, amount? Uh, let's say it's walkable to go get to to go get the Sefer Torah. Let's say I would uh, for the tzibar. I would assume they have to go. If it's walkable, they should probably no, get it. At least eighteen, at least eighteen minutes, if there's an eruv and all that stuff. But the individuals, uh, we we pashtas, we paskin that the obligation to lean is on the tzibar. It's not on the individual. So whether the individual has to travel that far, that's a separate shiloh. But, but the tzibar, yeah, the tzibar would have to travel to get it. But obviously, if it's not possible, it's not possible. Um, okay, I'm going to run through like we did last time. I have another would, 15. Would, would the guy have been able to transport the Torah? So it's an interesting shiloh. I think so, because we allow a guy to do an isa for a public mitzvah. A mitzvah for the public. A mitzvah derabim. Like, uh, no, but, but let's assume you're asking him to drive, or, or potentially it's involving carrying where there's no air. It could be in a sederais. I'm not sure. It depends on the situation. It depends on the situation. It depends on where it was. But um, conceptually, but I think also for the midst of the rabbim, it would probably be okay. But like I said, it's definitely not plausible. It's the, wild Amirla Akko. Yeah, yeah, I know. By the way, I, <laughs> so it's, like I said, it's a fascinating shayla. I just wanted to mention it. Um, okay, I'm just going to run through. I have 15 of them. Some of them, like I said last week, are just made up. Some of them are misconceptions. And some of them are things, but they're definitely not like the things that people made them out to be. I'm just going to run through. Um, first one on my list for this week is people assume that you have to make Sheva Brachas. You don't. There's no obligation to make Sheva Brachas during the week of Sheva Brachas. It's, 
Yeah, if the chasen and kala, the obligation of Shavu Brachas is that if you have a meal with ten men and there's bread, you have to say Shavu Brachas. If the chasen and kala are not hungry and they just want cereal, they can have cereal. There's no, there's no issue. It's become this thing where it's like they have to make sure that every day there's Shavu Brachas. There's no makar for that. Historically, the minig the Lubavitcher Rebbe said over the minig in Europe was they would make Shavu Brachas on Shabbos. That was it. The rest of the week, they were not matriach, everybody. The Indian of Shevrach is that if you have a tzibar who ate together bread, there's a chiv of Shevrach. So if you but, make people, should you not go to the neighbor and get two more people? Okay, together? listen, the reason why they do that is because they, they got everybody together. They had a whole meal and they have the salad with the steak on top. Of it. What are you going to do? You know? But but no, it, it, is there... Nah, but my point is, if the chas and akal are not interested, they just want to have a slice of pizza to go to bed. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no issue with that. There's no, there's no requirement. It's not a chiv. It's it's you know, it's so if it started, that everybody, people would do it every because day. because yeah. they want to make sure because it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah because because the the, the yeah. friends want to do one and then the parents want to do one and the and no and then the chassan and the are exhausted and it's become a thing but it's not it's not a thing for sure. Amber during during COVID a lot of that was like the first time a lot of people didn't have any brothers. Yeah, it's, it's fine. A lot of couples like, and their parents were like, we have to have, what are we going to do? And, and the answer was like, nothing. Yeah, it's, it's not, not, not an obligation at all. Because <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. Uh, second one on my list is, <laughs> a couple of them are, are, are the, the, the next, after this, this is, Yossi always is to like, is to grind his gears a little bit. Um, the Kaisha Elio Pashtos is not for Elio to drink. That's like a thing where you pour it like Lahavdil Elif Alfe Alfe Alafim, it's like Santa Claus where he's gonna drink. No, no, it's the Kaishalio is not for Pashtras, not for Elio to drink. But everyone thinks it's for Elio to drink. It, the Kaishalio, we don't have him, he's a Malach. If he does drink, I'm not sure if the liquid will go down. I'm not sure what it means. I will say this I looked into it. Pashtras, the Kaishalio, is because we have the Dalit Kaisis corresponding to the four Lashinas of Gaula. Of the past gula, but then there's behevesi, which is the lashon of the gula for when Mashiach comes, and that's correspond to because Elio is going to be mevasa the gula. He's going to tell us about the gula. So the fifth lashon is for Elio. So it's the kais that we're hoping to drink when Mashiach comes. Correct. Okay, fine. That's that's another part. But either way, it's not for Elio to drink. Those are there's many different approaches. There is one shita. I looked into it. There's a the, the son-in-law of the Maril. The Maril was a great uh, was an Ashkenazi Rishon who, who wrote on the Menhagim. His son-in-law writes in his sefer that it's for Elio to drink when Mashiach comes. Meaning when Elio comes to be Mavasa Gula, he's going to go from house to house and take a sip. So first of all, even then, it's not for. I mean, it should halavai. It should be each 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 year. But but if he doesn't come, beguf. So the whole thing that Elio is going to drink, I, I don't think that that's an accurate understanding. The next one is something my brother used to drive him crazy, and that's when you open the door at the seder. It's not for Elio. Uh, Elio doesn't need a door to be opened. He could fly right through it. The reason why you open the door pashtus is because you're saying shvei chamas that let Hashem throw the wrath on the Goyim, and normally we'd be afraid of anti-Semitism, but Purim, about Seder, the Seder night, the Seder night, we're not afraid. We open the door and we show that we're not afraid, it's Leil Shimurim. It's not for Elio to 
fly through the door. Right? That, that's not. A, I, I, and then, and then one year we opened the door, and there happened to be someone at the door, and it freaked everybody out. And it was like it was during COVID. I think it was like Nechamiz Almanowitz, and he, but he couldn't walk in because it was. But it freaked everybody out that there was someone at the door. Who, you know, no, it's not. That's it. The door opening is not for not for Elio. It's for Shur Hamasa. Okay. Um, this next one I mentioned Friday night, but I am going to review it just very quickly so that it is uh, recorded with everyone else. Um, and that is, there's a, a minig amongst Klal Yisrael that women that are pregnant don't go to cemeteries and don't go to Leviathan. There is no Makar for this. Um, I said this Friday night, and after davening, someone came over to me and pulled out a Yakut Yosef, and he said, there is a Makar. So let me say what the halacha is, and then I'll tell you what that was talking about. To my knowledge, there's no makar anywhere from Rishonim or Achorinim or the Zayar that pregnant women cannot go to cemeteries or cannot go to Levi's. Pregnant women. Um, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky is the only one that I saw ever recorded saying that in his time people stopped going. It's unclear why. Um, some point to the Sefer Shevet Musser. The Sefer Shevet Musser says that uh, pregnant women shouldn't see anything that's tummy. That's why there was an old, there's a Chabad minig. I don't know if anyone outside of Chabad does this. The pregnant women don't go to zoos, so that they shouldn't see a tummy animal. Okay? Um, so that perhaps is the reason. Others say because. Who is it? Someone told me Friday night. I forgot. Who just outside the mikvah? Rabbi But. Someone told me Friday night that he heard. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know who. It was, I don't. Pasha don't remember who it was. Um, he heard that because cemeteries there's neshamas floating around and the baby is a goof and we don't want the neshama just to go into the goof. I, I can't. I, 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 huh? Baby doesn't have a yet. Uh, first of all, he, he does. Pasha, he definitely has an nefesh Bahamas. Also, I don't think that's how it works. I don't. They, they don't just f- fly into empty receptacles. I, 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 I can't imagine. Uh, there has to be some order to the chaos. I, I, I can't. Yeah, yeah, it, it would be a frightening experience if you just go and come back as a dibbuk. I, I can't imagine that's it. The truth is, there's no makar for it. But, that being said, this is the hardest part to explain with a lot of these halachas. While there is no makar, you'll, you'll say, so if there's no makar, then they don't have to do it. However, anytime you're dealing with pregnancy and ayin haras, and I and her specifically, we are a little cautious. So while there is no Makar, the fact that Klal Yisrael has been makbed about this, then if a pregnant woman goes to a cemetery or a, or a funeral, everyone will tell her, what are you doing here? Which is itself not a great thing to bring such attention. They're saying, what, don't, you should be worried about your baby. Anytime people are talking about the harm of a baby and the health of a baby, it creates potentially an INR. So there's no core for it. But since people think it's a thing, it sort of became a thing, Mitzad Ayinhara. So the practical Hanhaga of Klal Yisrael is, from like the Poiskim, is that if a woman is pregnant, especially if she's showing, if she's not showing, there's really no reason why she can't go to a cemetery, can't go to Levi, she's not showing anyway. If she's showing, there's no issue, technically, but. I would not go if, unless there is an absolute need. Meaning, if it's one of those where it's a friend's aunt, she'll go to the funeral. No, don't go, because you're going to have people the whole time. Everyone's going to be looking. Everyone's going to be talking. What is she doing? What is she-? And now you don't want that. If it's mamish necessity, it's a family member. Like I had a, I had a case recently. It was her grandmother passed away. And she wanted to go, and her family wanted her to go. So I said, we'll go. 
Another time, it was also a grandmother, but the family said she doesn't, they don't want her to go. So don't go. So it, there's no issue technically, but you, you sort of have to dance around the fact that Klal Yisrael sort of made it a thing. So you have to sort of respect that a little bit. Now what this person, he came over to me, so I said, there's no Makar. I don't want to be that guy that just says, there's no Makar, and they're like... Yeah, like oops, no. So I, 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 by the way, the only reason I felt confident saying it is no makar. It's not because of me. I, I know very, very little, as is evident from every single daf when I'm dealing with the zichru guys. They got Raskis, and you got Dovi, and you got Shimmy Idels. Where every single daf, they're like, that came up four times. I'm like, I don't remember anything. But the Netta Gavriel says there's no makar. If Gavriel Zinner says there's no makar, I feel a lot more, uh, more comfortable. Um, so he pointed, he brought out a Yaakut Yosef, and he brought, quoted a Zayar, that women shouldn't go to cemeteries. So he was saying, there is a Makar. So I said, no, no, no. There is a Makar that women shouldn't go to cemeteries, Bechlal, and shouldn't go to Leviah's Bechlal. That's, just, just, just women in general don't go for spiritual reasons, and that's, by the way, the Minig in Yerushalayim is women don't go to Leviah's. But that's not what this is. I, I told him, I, I, I told Brad afterwards, I was feeling worse when he showed it to me, not that it was a czar, that it was a revadia. That I miss a revadia, that bothered me more than it's, I'm missing a czar. But that's, I said that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about pregnant women. I'm talking about specifically that pregnant women don't go. That there's no makar for. Okay, the next halacha is an interesting one. And this sort of opens up um, three halachas in a row. Okay, so I, I was asked once, is there a problem with sleeping with your feet facing the door. So I said, I'm not aware of any any source for such a thing. I just bought a safer that just came out. It's called Yad Doidi. It's from a Rav in the Five Towns who was close to Rav David Feinstein. And he asked Rav David Feinstein like a thousand Shilas. And like the second page, he asked Rav David, is there a source that you shouldn't have your feet facing the door? And Rav David said, Lo I'm not aware of such a source. Rav Feinstein's not aware of such a source. It's probably not a source. Rebelsky also said he's not aware of such a source. So, where does it come from? So, this is a sefer called Shmiras Hagufa Hanefesh. It's a wild set of svarim. It's just the weird stuff. It should be called just the weird stuff. It's everything that's strange in halacha, and everything that's strange in stuff. He go, he everything. So, in the back, he has this. He was asked by Rav Chaim Kinevsky. Where the source is to not sleep with your feet to the door. First of all, if Rukhanikidesi is asking for a source, I mean, there's no source. So, so wh- where does it come from? So, there's two other halachas that also don't have a source, but I've heard of them. The second one is, and I'll, I'll read it to you in a second. The second one is, two people can't dress a child. Have you ever heard of this? What? Two people should not dress a child. Oh, see, I'll get to in a second. There's a minig. Exactly. So, so, the thing that two people shouldn't dress a child. I've I've always no babies, no babies specifically. I've seen. I've seen. I've seen literally when like the husband wants it, they'll put the baby down like like Anita, and they'll put the baby down. And the other one will touch it. There is okay. That's halacha number two. Halacha number three. Pouring water with the back of the hands. Right when you're pouring someone a drink, you don't pour like that. There is no makar for. All of these things. Now, the reason why... So where did these three things come from? These three things come from, as you said, which is in the process of Tahara, the Chevra Kedisha, A, they have multiple people dress the person. Two, they pour the water like that. And three, they carry the body out of the room feet first. So because of these three halachas, 
they like pe- people started keep keeping this thing that we don't do this because atiftach pe atiftach pe We don't want to do anything that's close to chaver kedisha. There's no makar for any of it. Does that mean that we, we you should do them? I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying you should do them. It's become a thing, and it's a, the Chavar Kadisha does it. So he writes over here that he was asked this by Rechaim Kinevsky about these three things. And he says, There are some things that just Klal Yisrael doesn't do because the Chavar Kadisha does it. People don't walk around in socks in the house. Because they walk around in socks. My, my parents really? Said, we weren't allowed to walk around in socks. Ah, uh, that that uh, thank God did not become a thing in my house. Um, so al tiftach pe l'satan. So, do you have to be makbid? There's no makar for it. It's similar to the. It's similar to. The it's similar to the pregnancy, but over there I'm more worried about ayin hara. Over here, what ayin hara is there? There's no makar for it. If there's no makar, it's probably fine. Yes. That, that's the minig of chaver Yes. Yes. Two people dressing someone. Yes, I mean, there, they're, everything they're, they're that the Chavar Kedisha does, no, everything the Chavar Kedisha does is based on Messiah and based on Minhagim. Chavar Kedisha, no, everything they're doing has Makar and Minhagim. To extend it that, that living people can't do these things, there's no Makar for that. But if it bothers the people in the house, if it worried about it, then don't do it. My purpose is just to share the information that there's no Makar. While, so therefore, I've had where I've poured the water like this and people tell me you can't drink it. I, I, there's no makar for any of it, to my knowledge. And if you're like a real halachist, you'll be like, well, if there's no makar, I'm going to do it. If you're more freaked out by this stuff, then maybe don't do it. I don't care. Do whatever you want. I'm just telling you there's no makar, to my knowledge, that to extend it to, to, to living people. The way that these things evolve, I could imagine like in 100 years, everything is going to be like, don't do this, don't step like this. Don't yeah, so that's, all, that's also well, part you know, of it. I was thinking like, don't wait, 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 wait. It's going to snow soon. It's snowing in Muncie right now. You can't. You don't, don't play with. The well, snow that's in the always back listen. You have you have the Balatanya that Semach Tzedek in a tshuva. That Semach Tzedek in a tshuva was asked about a certain minig that he didn't like, and he said just because Klal Yisrael does something doesn't mean it's legit. He says minig is also the same letters as Gehenna. So you always have that game. You have that game of of you know of, but it's minig of Klal Yisrael. So I, I don't I don't know. All I'm saying is my, my perspective is when it comes to this is that it's not a big deal. That's my point. It's just not a big deal. So if you want to be Makhbit, that's fine. And if you don't want to be Makhbit, it's probably also fine. Just know where it's coming from. It's like, it's like there's Deraisa, there's Derabanon, there's Legitimate Minig, and then there's this. Uh, whatever. Just, just at least know, know where it is in the hierarchy of Halacha. Understand that there's no Makar. Yeah, listen, like I said, if, no, but, but listen, if, if people are makbid about something and, and, and you're, you know, after and it makes other people nervous in your house, then don't do it. I don't, I don't care. But my point is just, there's, to my knowledge, there's no makar. Um, okay, those are the next three. Uh, run through a couple more. Um, this I mentioned that people, this is just that people, when, if, you, if you wet your hair on Shabbos, you go to the mikvah, whatever it is, you're allowed to dry your hair. I'm not sure why people think you can't. You could dry your hair. Regular, dry your hair. Um, the Gemara talks about yeah, with a towel. The Gemara talks about the, that there's a is, there's an iser of squeezing hair out. The Gemara was specifically talking about a woman who dipped her hair in oil and she was trying to transport the oil where there's no eruv. So she dipped her hair in oil, walked to the neighbor, and squeezed it out into a jar. That the Gemara says is aser. Now, <laughs> that the Gemara says is aser. <laughs> Simpler times. No, so that the Gemara says is Aser. The Rishonim explain that's a rabbinic prohibition. 
Ramosha Feinstein explains in a tshuva, in the first volume of Igris Moshe, that that's an Isidur Abanon, and it's an Isidur Abanon, I believe, of Mefarik. Rav Shlomo Zaman writes, that Isidur Abanon only exists if you want the contents of the liquid. But if the liquid is being lost, it mean it's going into a towel and you're not using the liquid, he says it's mutter, so, so you'd be allowed to. You could dry it in a regular way. No, no, just because uh, people like Pat draw, like you could draw a regular, just, you know, make, don't make it so, so crazy. It's, it's fine, it's mutter. Um, I had the, the question about cutting, uh, cutting your nails, because gozes is when you want the, the wool, but I don't want the nails. It says Amagad Abram in, um, in, uh, in, in, I think it's Ration and Gimel, the Bir Alacha brings down Amagad Abram, that either it's only Aser if you hold Malacha Shein Sicha Gufa Chayev. Because uh, it's to call the malacha shenzichli gufa, right. what you're referring to, hair, correct? Or that could be the one malacha that's an exception. The Magen Avram writes that could be the one malacha where you're chayiv, even if you don't want the desired result. It could be the exception to the rule. But that is the Magen Avram that talks about it. Um, okay, the next one. I, this is a major misconception. Uh, this is a big one. Okay, the times of the Gemara, they had snakes in the house, and because of this, if you left liquid open, not overnight. If you left liquid open for more and you left the room for enough time for a snake to drink from it, you're not allowed to drink the water. How long is that? I don't know, 30 seconds, 40 seconds, however long it takes. The Chazanish. Snakes running around the house? Oh, the Chazanish was Makbid. How'd they go to sleep at night? They died by 30. They were all dead. I don't know. They're all dead. I I don't know. They probably had miserable lives. It wasn't great. I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. So, so the Chazanish was machbid about Giloy. And therefore the Chazanish, when he would leave a room, when he had a cup of coffee, he would always take a tissue and cover the coffee. And if he didn't take a tissue to cover the coffee, he wouldn't drink it. It wasn't overnight. Now, the reason why we're not machbid about this nowadays is because the Shulchan Aruch says, we don't have snakes in the house, therefore we're not machbid. It's become a thing that people in people's minds, if we're not machbid about it in general, but if it's overnight, you can't drink it. That became a thing in my house, that if there's liquids overnight, they pour it out. If you leave a bottle of wine open overnight, you pour it out. There's no Makar for that. If you're Makbid about it, you're Makbid about it for 30 seconds. If you're not Makbid, you're not Makbid at all. And I'll prove it to you. Where does it come from? Everything does come from something. What it comes from is, there's a halacha in this Shmir Sagovanev, she brings it down, that for Kabbalistic reasons, this is a Gemara Nida, that you should not drink um, diluted wine in a metal barrel overnight. So if you have a diluted wine in a metal barrel overnight, there's Ruach HaToma and Dom of Beroisha. You're putting your life in your own hands. The, bal- the, bal- the, bal- the, the Balatanya, in brackets, adds water also. Not just diluted wine. Water should not be kept overnight in a barrel. Now, by the way, first of all, that's only if it's in a metal barrel. There is no issue of, of if it's not in a metal barrel, if it's just in a plastic uh, cup, that's fine. Number two, if it's an issue in a metal barrel, it's an issue even if it's sealed. So the whole thing of like, it has to be, it's a problem. So, and by the way, oh, oh, so metal canteen, l'chayr is a problem. So they bring down over here that the Sefer Oiver Oirich, which is the Aderes, the father-in-law of Rav Kook, he brings down that the minig of Kalal Yisrael is to be lenient, that they would have a samovar, they would have like an urn. You'll have an urn Friday night. And it's functioning. Okay, if but going, no, they used to have if they would just have they would just have fill up. But even when you're like, making the wine, you put it in a big vat. It's in a big metal 
So no, maybe really. maybe it wasn't overnight. I don't know. I don't know how they make it. But no, no. This is when it's diluted because that could be that. Oh. That's the end. So he brings down that the minig of Klaiuso was they would fill up metal things. It would like you have people have metal cups. So he brings down that the minig is to be makel, and he says the Balatani himself he added it in brackets. With apparently when the Balatani added things in, in parentheses, in added in parentheses that means he wasn't sure, and he wasn't definitive. So he just brought it down as a possibility. The minig is to be makel. Okay, but if you want to be machmer, fine. Uh, my point is, if you want to walk away from this, that if you have water overnight in a metal canteen, you want to be machmer, okay, for sure. That, that There's makam to be machmer. You want to be makel, you probably have what to be makel also. But if you have like a plastic bottle of water that just was open, there's no in it, you have to spill it. I'm not aware, I don't know where that came from. That's just, I don't know where that came from. If you're going to be mocked about snakes, you got to be mocked for 30 seconds. It's not overnight. I don't know where the overnight thing came from. Okay. Food under the bed, though. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. I remember in camp, they would always say, like, don't leave your water bottle under Food bed. under the bed is a thing. That, that's from the Gemara. That there's a tumah that rests on food under the bed. That's a thing. Um, also? Yeah, that's a thing. Is that's it, a thing. Isn't there something about the negligence you should cover it with a towel? Because of because of so, snakes, that's because so of snakes. So you should have uncovered container of water. Because of snakes, I'm saying, but we're not makbin on snakes. So today people don't do that. No, first of all, and also there's more makam to be machmer by negelvasa because it's a tzarech mitzvah, it's netila l'tzarech mitzvah, and it's trying to get rid of tumah and to pour poison on your hands. Yeah, but here you're going to drink something. But we're not makbin. My point is, listen, if you want to be makbin on water that's kept open, even in that. Yeah, at first no, but then then not overnight. Then you should be mocking on 30 seconds. I, I, I'm not sure what the overnight if thing is. In the room. Okay, but nobody's mocking about that. So if you, if you put it in your bedroom at 9 o'clock at night, go outside for 10 minutes, come back, you should spill it out. Nobody does that. They only spill it out if it's overnight. My point is there's no thing of an overnight. That, that's my point. There's no, there's no new special overnight thing. It's, it's you're either mocking on Gilo or you're not. Or you're mocking on the metal canteen cabalistic issue. Fine. But if it's not metal, I, I'm not, uh, you know... Just be consistent. If you're going to be on Gila, be on Gila. If you're not Machbed, they'll be Machbed. Um, I have a couple more. Oh, we have a little bit of time. Okay, fine. Um, these next two, you know, I'm going to skip these next two. I'm going to come back to them. Number 10 and number 11, I'll come back because I want to run through the rest. Um, the, the Gemara in, I could, we actually can make a share on this. There are certain things, certain activities that the Gemara, it's a Gemara in Hurrius. There's a major sugi in Hurrius. The end of Masech's Hurrius. It lists... I don't know, eight or nine things that the Gemara says, if you do, it could, it could, Kabbalistically, it could hurt your memory. It causes you to forget. It causes you to be forgetful. Uh, eating olives, walking between two women. Eating olives? Yeah. Um, olive oil helps, though. Uh, walking between two women. Uh, you know, eating food that a dog ate from. So if you see those people that, like, they have ice cream, that it's kashal shecha. Mice also, eating the bread. So, so this is heterim. We'll get to that. Maybe we'll have a whole share where we'll go through just the forgetful stuff. But um, if I remember, um, anyway. So, but if you look in the list, and, and Chaim Kenievsky wrote a whole sefer where he listed everything, every single one. He had about it's about fifty things. Not one of them is to not eat the end of the bread. That's become a thing that the crust at the end of the challah you don't eat. Oh, you won't get married. No, that's. Oh, no, so that's. Like, that's you'll have a boy if you do eat it, also, I heard. So there's so many there's, things. By the way, there is some, there is some Bukharian. Uh, no, there is also some Russian uh, Russian things or Bukharian things because there were some people at the table when, when they asked me about this. 
There's no makar for it. First of all, there's no makar to be makbid on not eating a crust. No makar. Ravelsky said there's no makar. Um, however, the stipler actually didn't because people made it a thing. But but there's no yeah no but yeah but there's no there's no makar to be makbid. So when I mentioned at the table, they said that it's apparently like a Russian folklore or like a Bukharian folklore that not only that you'll that if you sit at the edge of a table you'll be single for seven years, the corner of the table, and if you eat this you'll 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 die, whatever, like some terrible thing. I don't, know, I don't know, whatever. I, we, we're yidden, we keep, we're not superstitious. I, you know, you just you keep on, uh, keep seichel. Uh, point is, there's no makar for it. It's one of those things where certain people started avoiding it. Okay, the story goes, I, I think I saw this once, that Rebelsky was asked about it, and he said he loves the crust, and he said he's like to think that he hasn't forgotten that much. Like, you know, there's so, you know, whatever. So, so well, no one else eats it, No, no, but it's become a thing. I've been in people's houses where I've grabbed the crust, and they're like, I thought you're not supposed to eat that. There's no car for it. Again, there, it's the same thing, where it's like, Certain people, so the Minchas Yitzchak, yeah, the Minchas Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak Weiss, he was the head of the Eidah Haredes, he has in his tshuva, he was asked about this, he says, it's no makar that it's a problem, but he said, he always avoided it because everyone avoided it, but he said, there's no makar for it. Um, I have three more, uh, I'll do, do, okay, a couple more, and then maybe we'll, maybe we'll finish. Um, I think you asked me about putting rocks on Kvarim. So that that's a thing. I'll just explain where it comes from. It's not like you know. It's it's become a thing. Like it's like when you go, you have to do it. No, you don't have to do it. I'll explain where it comes from. This, the Berhetiv brings down one reason. The Berhetiv brings down a very simple reason, and that's it's a covet for the mace to show that people have visited him. To show who? To show that it's for the, the yeah. No, but but it, it, it's it's more you know it's a, like a bazillion like the Ramosha has a chuva where he was asked about um, can you pay a shiva call over the phone? So Ramosha said the purpose of shiva is twofold: one, it's to comfort the mourners, and one, it's a covered for the nifter that after he passed away, people cared enough to go to to visit him in his house, and there was a commotion like that's a covered for the nifter. That's what Ramosha said: if you're going to do it over the phone, you'll fulfill the comforting of the mourners. But the covenant for the nifter, you're not going to fulfill. So it's better than nothing, but it's obviously better to go in person. So you see this concept that there's like a covenant for the nifter that, that people cared about him and people went. So to show that people went, they put rocks. Why not f- flowers? Because he says flowers are going to rot. It's very simple. The twigs, everything's going to rot. So you put a rock there. That's one reason. Okay, fine. The other reason um, is, is interesting. One of the things that cause forgetfulness is reading the stone, reading a tombstone, reading a tombstone, hey Marcy, reading a tombstone causes forgetfulness. Um, now, the Arizal said, we have a Kabbalah from the Arizal, that it only caused forgetfulness, that's the Gemara, the Gemara says it causes forgetfulness if you read a tombstone. But, the Arizal, Api the Arizal, they say, it's only true if the letters protrude, not if the letters are sunken in. That's why if you look, if you look, it used to be, it used to be, it was very common. Like my great-great-grandfather was a rov in, in Jamaica, in Queens, in the 20s. And he, his tombstone, is it, the, the letters are protruding. They don't do that anymore because of this. Because Claudius has been more makbid. Because if the letters are sunken in, there's no problem of reading it. If the letters are protruding, there is a problem. Writes, the, the, I think it was the Rami Panu, the Chida also... If you put a stone, it 
removes the problem of forgetfulness on the protruding letters. For anybody else that's reading it or for you? For, for, it removes it. There's, there's no. Correct, you're fine. Now, so there would be. So that would be a reason to put it on a you stone can, with you protruding. Can that one over there, putting the stone on this one. Not going to help. Put it on that one. Correct. So that, that would also mean once a stone is there, you, you, there's no you're need right. to do another one. So this, it's a thing, but I, I, you know, it's like just have information. How big of a deal is it? That's the thing. It is what it is. So um, a couple more things. I, I just have two more The graves yeah. used to not be like we have now. They used to be, they cover them with stones. So you want to make sure the animals don't get to the person. So you cover with stones. So now oh. people just put the stone there because that's uh, the... I don't know. Well. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I've seen in Svarim. Those are like theories as possible. The Berhetev and the Chida, those are the reasons given. Um, yeah. Uh, three more. I'll just run through them three more. Two of them I've said many times over the Halakha Shir. Correct. Yeah, for the for the seven days. Yeah. Correct. That I'm going to talk about next week also. But yes, yes, the the the, the nifter is the soul of the nifter is. Correct. Correct. But but still, you know, that's why you're supposed to. That's why you're supposed to. Three more halachas, very quickly. The two of them I've mentioned many times in shiurim. I'm just going to do it very very quickly, and that is. It's more of a colloquial. The way people speak is is a mis, mis uh, It's a misconception of how they how people speak. When they say I'm not makbed on chol of Yisrael, everyone's makbed on chol of Yisrael. You have to be makbed on chol of Yisrael. Chol of Yisrael is a kind of chazal. When what they mean is, Ramosha was mechadish that if you that that if you have the purpose of chol of Yisrael means that a Jew is watching. He's a mashgiach to make sure that there's no pork milk. Ramosha held that the FDA can serve as the mashgiach. So even people that Eat chalav that eat Rav Moshe's version of chalav Yisrael. They're not eating chalav stam. It becomes a thing. Oh, you eat chalav stam. I eat chalav Yisrael. Everybody eats chalav Yisrael. You can't not eat chalav Yisrael. That's it's, it's a kind of it's a it's institution of Chazal going back to the, the Nevi'im uh, early early Tanoim. It, it just means that you hold the FDA can serve as the Mashkiach, and they're more makbid that they need a classical Jew Mashkiach. That's it. It's just the way people talk is a middle, little misleading. Another one. Um, so you're saying kick it bar Oh, it's it's yeah 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I want. Yeah, I, I need. I I need more rabbanim in the neighborhood. <laughs> annoyed. I'm already getting whatever. Anyway, um, so we do serve a chol of Yisrael option at the Kiddush. I want to put that out there for anyone that's um, correct. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, another one is, oh, I'm I'm makbid on Rabbeinu Tam. I've said this in the past. Everyone's makbid on Rabbeinu Tam. No one in America is not makbid on Rabbeinu Tam. If you don't hold the Rabbeinu Tam, the Shabbos is over 14 minutes after uh, after sunset. What it means is, Ramosha held that Rabbeinu Tam was classically 72 minutes. Ramosha held that that was talking about Europe. In America, it's truncated to 50 minutes. So when they say, so people, so when they say, oh, what time is Rabbeinu Tam? I just want to make it clear. I'm also Machmed Rabbeinu Tam. Everyone's Machmed Rabbeinu Tam. It's just a, a different version of our Rabbeinu Tam. Okay. The, are minutes and correct. Minutes. Those are all different versions of what Rabbeinu Tam would say in America. Because Rabbeinu Tam in Europe said 72. What would he say in America? Rabbeinu said 50. Rabbeinu said 60. Fine. But my point is just like, oh, I'm I, I waiting for Rabbeinu Tam. Everybody's waiting for Rabbeinu Tam. It's the whole Israel thing all over again. One last one is, and this is just straight misconception. And with this, um, you have 18 minutes. You do not have 18 minutes. There's a mitzvah de raisa, according to most Rishonim, to do Tesefa Shabbos, which means to add to Shabbos. 
you have Ramosha held to Mitzvah Tisefa Shabbos is two minutes. You have 16 minutes. So when people say, oh, how many minutes into the 18? You can't go all 18, because then you're going in to Shkia, which is a Suffolk Daraisa. You have to be Moisif on to the weekday. Bring Shabbos in early. Rav Moshe held the minimum amount is two minutes, which means you have to bring it in two minutes before Shabbos starts. So you don't have a full 18. You have 16 of the 18. That's just also a misconception. People are like, oh, I have 18 minutes. No, you have 16 minutes of the 18 minutes. The last two is Tesefah Shabbos, which you need to refrain from Malacha because it's a mitzvah doraisa to refrain from Malacha. Where does that into Shabbos come from? What do you mean? Like 16 minutes into the regular time. No, we no, 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 no. Because they, they light 18 minutes before Shabbos begins because they're adding 18. So that's obviously a very nice thing to... They're trying to fulfill Tosefa Shabbos of 18 minutes, which is beautiful. But if they're running late, they can go, go into it. But they, the, so they think they can go all 18 because it's all optional. No, 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 no. You can go 16 of the 18. You got to at least leave two minutes for Tosefa Shabbos. I, I, are there some opinions that it's less than two minutes? Perhaps, so but I, they, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go more than... They have been correct. A positive correct. They have been over on Shabbos. Correct. So it's not going to get you skeel or kares, but they're mevatel and aseh. My point right. is, in people's minds, it's just straight up. If you're running late, you have 18, 16 of 8. All right, we'll stop here. Maybe next week, if I can get more misconceptions, if not, I'll just go back to the classic show.